intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm. Oh my God! Davis is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. She bobbles it and now has to try and recover. Deshaun Jackson gets a block. Are you kidding? Steps into it. Pass is caught. Jakes sideline touchdown. Hello and welcome back to the Master Plan. I am your host, Michael Filipkowski, and for the first time in a long time, we have someone joining us here today. He is the second most familiar face of the Master Plan outside of myself, Benny Gilligan. Welcome back. I'm glad to be here. It's been a while. It has, but I'm really glad to be here. It's, it's been a while. Honest. It has, and Benny, we're always happy to have you here, and this this episode, I think, is going to be... I think it's going to be a really substantive episode. I think we got a lot of information that's going to be coming. And uh, I don't, you know, I, th- I think it's going to be a good time. So I'm excited. It's to always s- a good time, right? It's, it's always a good time. Yeah, I'm excited to see what Benny's got to say. And uh, let's get right to it. And we're going to start off. So let me let me go over what we're doing because I don't know. I haven't written the title yet. So what we're doing is we're basically looking at kind of four, maybe five teams, depending on time. And um, we're looking at going into this upcoming offseason, although we're already, you know, in the regular season, going into the offseason, what do these teams need to do to go from, you know, like go from like mediocre, like bad mediocre to to playoff content, like playoff, playoff contender, like, you know, just in the playoffs, be a real team, um, you know, stuff like that. So to start off, I'm going to start with uh, the hometown team, the New England Patriots. And Benny, I know they talk about it quite a bit, but you know, in your opinion, what do the Patriots need to do this offseason to really become a more dynamic and versatile team? Well, there are a number of questions on this roster. I think it has to start with the quarterback position because I actually don't think Camden's been that bad this year. Uh, but the question is, do you re-sign him because his contract does expire this upcoming uh, offseason? Or do you pick up a guy in the draft? And that really depends, first of all, I think, on where we're selecting. Mm-hmm. I think we're in, if we're in the top five, I mean, I don't see why we, why we shouldn't take like, a Zach Wilson there. Even right. Even if he feels if somehow and possibly we get the number two pick. Um, but, you know, if we're outside of the top ten, is it worth giving up on Cam, who's established and actually is a pretty good player? Right. For a question mark rookie quarterback? I don't know. I think the more clear-cut questions uh, on, on this roster come at both the wide receiver position and uh, the front seven defensively. Yeah. I think a wide receiver, we have maybe one good guy in Jacoby Myers, the undrafted wide receiver from uh, – NC State. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been tremendous. I mean, there's no doubt. No, no, he's, he's been, been look, yeah, he's been really solid. And 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 you know, the thing about Jacoby Myers is he's a great receiver, but I just don't think he's a number one. He's a weak two. You know, I, we just. Don't, I actually think he's a pretty good two. Actually, I, I don't. I agree with you. That he's not a one by any means. I mean, I, here's I, the I, thing. Yeah, number two wide receiver. I think that if we're running more of a run offense, he could definitely be a solid number two. It just depends on what offense we're going to be running next year. Like, if we I have agree somewhat, but. if if we if we have Cam, I think that it's okay to have Jacoby Myers at two. But if we have a less versatile quarterback, you know, a, a, a more of a not I'm not saying pocket quarterback, but someone who just doesn't run as often as Cam does, I think we need to have someone. At least a deep – I don't know. I feel like we need to have – you know, Jacoby Myers could be two, but we need to have a solid three. 
than if we have that. I, I don't know. I'm just thinking about I it. I think in, we need a one, don't we? Well, uh, yes, I'm saying we'll need a one, but I think we'll also need a solid three. Like if we if we if we do, if we don't have Cam Newton, if we have a new rookie quarterback, I think that we'll need a fur. We'll need a number one wide receiver, like our solid number one and a solid number three. You know, yeah. The Jacob- question is how do we how do we address that, right? I mean, do we right. take in the draft of Jamar Trace or one right. of the wide receivers in this class? So I or think do we go on free agency or the right. trade. So in my view, I think that you know. Bill Belichick historically has not been a great wide receiver drafter. Like he he's really hasn't been able to draft wide receivers all too well throughout his career. Like obviously Nikhil Harry is, you know, not what he should be. Like I think to any degree. And, and, you know, it's at that point where it's like, you know, he's, he's really hasn't done anything. So, you know, for me, I would rather see us go and grab someone in free agency than 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 draft someone because well, I just I think it really depends, right? I mean, if we're in the top ten or even top fifteen, and Jamar Chase is somehow available, uh, available, I don't care how bad of drafters we are, we're taking Jamar Chase. Right, right. right. I, yeah, that is true. That is true. I mean, Jamar Chase is a guy who last year was better than Justin Jefferson at LSU. And here Justin Jefferson is tearing up the NFL. So right. I, so I, I guess I guess what it comes down to then is, you know, where we are in the draft and who's available, you know, when we're when we're picking, I guess, right? Because, you know, if we're if we're in the top ten or top five and we have, you know, a quarterback drop to us or, you know, whoever, like let's say, you know, Justin Fields hypothetically drops. I don't think he will. I'm just saying in a, in an hypothetical scenario, he drops to five or six and we're at five or six, then I you know, then I think we pick up. But you know, if if quarterbacks get taken, like if all the quarterbacks kind of get taken one, two, three, four, five, you know, and then we're sitting at like maybe nine or ten, then I think that changes the game plan, right? Yeah, it's a real question too, right? Because I think you have three guys, in my opinion, I don't know how the Patriots feel their front office. We have three guys who in this quarterback class who I think are going to be tremendous, and obviously those guys are uh, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, and uh, Zach Wilson out of BYU, who's been. A, a breakout player sensational this year tremendous. yeah he's been remarkable and the other guys i think have a chance to also be very good uh trey lance uh, mac jones and kyle trask mm-hmm. but there are bigger questions i think right i mean i, I don't know that's all i'm gonna say and i don't right. know if the patriots can trust trey lance who is a super talented but not super polished to be a franchise quarterback. Right. So I think, you know, I think what Belichick is, look, obviously going into next season, the Patriots, I think have the most cap space in the NFL, which is a good thing, right? Because I think that a a lot of parts of our team are really good. You know, I think that our offensive line this year has been very, very good. You know, I think Michael Onwenu, I mean, that dude's a stud, like absolute stud. He's he might be one of the best rookies rookies from the, this class overall. No, I, I, I go even further. I think he's been playing like a top five tackle in football. Yeah, I mean, he I mean, well, he's a fifth round or sixth round pick. I mean, that's sixth round pick, yeah. Right. So that right there is insane. And our offensive line, you know, obviously David Andrews is a remarkable center. Joe Tooney, Isaiah Wynn, and then who's our right Shaq guard? Mason. Shaq, Shaq, Shaq Mason. Shaq Mason is tremendous as well. Right. So offensive line's been playing really well. You know, I think what needs to happen though is our tight end position is really, really weak. Like we're talking like the worst tight ends in the NFL on one team. And I think what needs to happen is, you know, we need to draft. I'm not saying a guy like Gronk, because never there's never gonna be a guy like Gronk, but we need a guy who we can shift over, right? 
and he can be an extra blocker. We need a good blocking tight end, right? So we can run those I power think we sets. Need a good pass catching one too. I think right. I think we need both. Right. I think we need both. I think we need a guy. Especially in like an offense that's heavy play action. You need a tight end who can leak out and go for those big games. Right. Maybe like a George Kittle type guy. Right. We need. Obviously, we're not going to get George Kittle. Right. We need. We need someone you know who can do stuff like George Kittle. Maybe not to the same degree because I don't think there really is anyone. That's impossible. <laughs> but you know, someone, someone who can do some of the things that George Kittle can do. And yeah, then and there's some good guys in this class. I mean, there's right. Carol Pitts out of Florida. Right. And there's also uh, Pat Fryermuth or whatever. Right. Probably pronounce his last name at Penn State. Yeah. Who, who you know, Pat. People have been comparing Pat out of Penn State to Croc. I don't know if he's quite at that level, but he's quite good. I'll say that mm-hmm. much. People are comparing Kyle Pitts to a uh, to a Darren Waller, which I think he can live up to. But right. the only problem is these guys are probably going in the first round. Right. So where do we select that tight end? Because there's so many questions, right? Do we select quarterback, wide receiver, even tight end first round? Right. Or and then you know, I. Later? I think, and then I think, you know, we have to address either in free agency or in, um, or in the draft, probably in the second or third round, that front seven, because we have no pass rush whatsoever. Like, there's just no pressure getting to the either. Yeah. Right. And I think those two are, I think those two are one and the same, right? I think that. Not quite, but I understand you, you are correct somewhat. Right. Like, I think that, I mean, Chase Winovich is good, but he can't be the guy. You know what I'm saying? Like. Well, yeah, I mean, also Chase Winters is a really good pass rusher, but he's not so good in run defense. So right. we can have guys who are good in the pass rush but aren't great in run defense. Right. That's what we have. You know. I mean, you know, let's not forget we lost quite a few guys, you know, who, who declined to play this season due to COVID. I think we had the most players in the league declined to play. So I think that, you know, going into next season, we just need – I think we need to pick – I think our second-round pick should be some sort of interior defensive guy – whether it be a defensive tackle or a defensive end or a middle linebacker, someone like that who can who can really like help our run defense, which has been not great this season. Like we need someone yeah, yeah. to shore up that front seven, like a really good skill position player, and preferably a faster linebacker, right? Because we've seen that you know linebackers, you know who are faster, definitely uh, are, are a big thing in this league. Obviously, what Tampa Bay is doing with Devin White and. Um, Levante David, yeah. I mean, you know, those two are studs right there. So I think the Patriots have a lot of questions, you know, and depending on, you know, how they finish the season, whether they finish the season 3-13 and 13 or whether they finish the season like 8-8. Eight and eight. That's impossible. Yeah. We already have four wins. Oh, we already have four wins. I forgot. Whether we finish the season 4-12 and 12 or, you know, 8-8 eight and eight or, you know, whatever, 10-6, whatever it ends up being, you know, um, I guess we just have all those questions that need to be answered. I think. Yeah, it'll be tough, right? I mean, where do we select certain guys? I, I do agree that we need a guy in the defensive interior to stop the run, but are we willing to pass up a good uh, tight end in the second round in favor right. of a run-stopping defensive tackle? No. And, you know, we also have the trade market. We'll see how that turns out. We have a lot of cap space, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. and we can go ahead and get some guys in free agency. We have a lot of options, and I think Bill Belichick yeah. is going to kind of kind of use yeah. those options. So I think the good thing about this team, though, is we do have a lot of great spots. I mean, we have some elite units, as you mentioned, the offensive line. Is yeah. Tremendous. Yeah. Our running backs have been tremendous this year. Yeah, it's I think we've really found, you know, talk about running back by committee. I mean, I think, <laughs> I think the Patriots are like – you know, we always talk about the three-headed monsters around the league, whether it be in San Francisco. We talk about Latavius Murray and Alvin Kamara in, in, in um, uh, New Orleans. We talk about Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison in, in, in Minnesota. I mean, the Patriots are doing this with 
just anyone like Damian Harris, Sony Michelle. Damian He's good. And then um, who's that JJ Taylor we have? Rex Burkhead, James White. Playing, but I, I like him. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we we've had a lot of different guys in the backfield this season. All have been pretty good, you know, for the most part in 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 their um in, in their playing time. So I think that that, that yeah, that, and even uh just to get this one last thing in there, you know, Kyle Duggar, the second round rookie out of uh yeah, Noir Ryan, I think the D two school in North Carolina. He played last was last week against the Ravens, yeah, and uh, he he was tremendous. Yeah, he was really good. So I'm I'm happy about I'm happy that that because everyone in the draft was like shocked we picked a D two guy. And, you know, Belichick obviously knew a little bit of what he was doing there. So yeah, I know how it's gonna shake out, but it looks good thus far. Looks good so far, and you know that's good because their secondary is. You know, we haven't had Gilmore in the past couple weeks. And it looks good. It doesn't look incredible, but obviously JC Jason, Jackson's been really good. JC Jackson's been really times, good. But he doesn't lead the league in interceptions, I think. Yeah, I mean, he you know he got burned. One, he got burned against the Jets, but then he comes back last week in that interception on on Lamar Jackson guarding uh, Marquise Brown was uh, was was a special play. Was a special play. So, um, moving on to the to the what is it? Los Angeles at this point. Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, Benny. What are your thoughts on what the Los Angeles Chargers need to do this upcoming offseason to move from competitive in every single game but losing to winning those games? Uh, well, I think, first of all, you need to change the coaching staff uh, because I feel like every close game they lose. And you, you, made that, you may attribute that to luck, but I, I think a lot of the blame has to go on Anthony Lynn, that coaching staff. Um, so first and foremost, I think you have to get rid of them and maybe bring an offensive-minded coach like a, maybe a Vianney or Joe Brady uh, in Carolina, who I really right, like, right. and allow them to really create an offensive machine with Herbert, Allen, uh, Mike Williams, Hunter Henry. Right, Austin On the offensive side of the ball, the offensive line has been terrible. Right. I mean, Trey Turner, who was a former pro bowler in Carolina, who was traded to the Chargers this, this, uh, this offseason, he's been terrible. I mean, he, he has been the worst guard in football, I, I think. Dan Feeney at center has been terrible. Forrest Lamp at left guard, I think, you know, he, he's been terrible. Right. No, I think. Besides Brian Bulaga has been. I, th- I think skill position wise, the Chargers are very good. Like Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, like those guys are like, oh, really, really good. And Hunter Henry. Right? And Hunter Henry, yes, of course. You can't forget about Hunter Henry. Um, and Justin Herbert obviously can ball. So I think that offensive line needs to be addressed first round of this draft. I think I think that's what I would do. Because yeah, defensively, defensively, Bose has been out. Derwin James is out the whole season. Like, they've they have some big names who have been out, right? Yeah. The and, secondary has also been underperforming. Right. So I think that first like, I think that the defense is not as not where it should be. I think has the potential to be that good, right? I just think that the number one problem is you got to protect Herbert. Like early on in his career, you don't want him to get injured. You know what I'm saying? Like he's the key to victory for this team. You know what I'm saying? He, he is so good. I think a lot of us were wrong, including myself, but Herbert. I mean, right. I, didn't, I, I thought maybe he might be at some point in his career, but this early, I mean, the, the guy's been going off. I mean, he, he is remarkable. He's, he's been balling. All right, I mean, just balling. Like, like the fact that the Chargers are this close in this many games is 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 incredible. Like, the defense cannot stop anything. Like, they gave up what twenty nine to the Jaguars. Like, that was insane. Like, 
Yeah, yeah. I think defensively, you got to get rid of Gus Bradley, and that's just a bad scheme he has. Right, right. But I think that the Chargers feel like they have a lot of potential. They just they need yeah. to shore up that offensive line. And there's going to be guys in this draft, right? And I think that this draft, offensive linemen aren't, you know, for some teams, they're probably not going to be a priority. Like, I think for a team like they are. Well, for some teams, they are. For some teams, they are. For the Chargers, they definitely are, right? Like, I think that the Bengals, priority, right? Like, getting an offensive lineman like Joe Burrow and, and Justin Herbert have been under duress their entire NFL careers thus far. So, I think that getting a solid offensive lineman, probably most, you know, a tackle, obviously. You want you want your, um, what is it, right tackle? Right, or, right tackle. Right, right tackle. tackle's pretty good, Brian Bulaga. Right, so you're going to want a left tackle. Um because you know, right tackle or or left tackle or guard, right? Left guard. You want someone to protect they can, her. They'll take anything, you know. <laughs> right. And then defensively, you know, I mean Derwin James either at this point is you know, re- like the Chargers are either reliant on Derwin James for their success, or they're just not as good as we thought they were. Right? Like, I don't know what else to say. Like is yeah, it is secondary's really been overwarming. Like Casey Hayward has traditionally been a very, very good player. And this year he's been pretty mediocre. So Chris Harris, right? Did he get injured? Or is he um Oh yeah, I think he got injured, yeah. He's been playing right. much this year. Right. You know, so that has trained away to Desmond King for some weird reason. Yeah, I don't I don't know why they did that. I was, that honestly to me was confusing. Why would you like Desmond King is good. Like he's a great player. Very good. So it made no sense to me. It's confusing. I, I think I think some of the underperformances under on their secondary players uh, should also be attributed to poor coaching, uh, especially right. from Gus Bradley. So I, I think the coaching staff needs to go. I mean, right. the Anthony Lynn experiment hasn't been very successful, especially no. in the past two years. So I think get rid of the coaching staff. Right. Over, get and get an offensive guy in there. Get an offensive yeah. guy for Justin Herbert because look, we we know that offense can like. Keenan Allen is one of the best receivers in the league, like that no one talks about. Right? He's he's a top yeah, ten guy. Talk about Not as much as everyone else, though. Like he's re- he's a good he's a great receiver who can do like a lot of different things. Like he's not going to be flashy. So I understand it, but he he, right. he is one of the best, just most effective route runners. Right. And Mike Williams is one of the best 50-50 guys in the NFL. Like you know, jump ball guys. Like we're talking. You know, he's probably top. Top top ten and like jump balls like 50-50 balls he's up there like he'll catch them like a good a good portion of the time so you know they have pieces on that offense they have Austin Eckler who's been injured but they have him like he's a really like great pass catching back and he can run the ball as well so like they have options they just need to use those guys more effectively than they are now yeah without a doubt yeah yeah moving on. To a team that has faced, I think, probably the most injuries, I think, at least to big names this season. (laughs) I'll be the 49ers. And, you know, I think Benny and I were talking before the show. And we were talking, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo next season. I I don't think the 49ers have Jimmy Garoppolo as their quarterback going into next season. Like, he just gets injured way too often. And he isn't good when he is on the field. He's he's not bad. I mean, he's not Nick Mullins bad. But he's like mediocre at best, in my opinion. I mean, maybe above average at times, but I don't think he's worth. Well, it. he's mediocre with a great Kyle Shanahan scheme, right? 
So what is? I, I'm just saying mediocre if you isolate his play alone. I mean, if you look at purely his stats, I mean they're above average. There's no doubt about that. So right. Mediocre is winning. It's above average. Way above average. Uh, but I think a lot of that has to be a lot of credit has to be given to Shanahan. I think. Right. I mean, they run the alone. They run the ball mediocre. a lot. They run the ball a lot. You know, like that. I mean, Raheem Moser, Jarek McKinnon, like whoever it is in that running back, whoever is playing running back. They'll tear it up. Like, they'll have their backup running back in there, and he'll be, you know, breaking 20-yard runs. Like, it doesn't really matter who is back there. So, I think that Jimmy G is gone. I don't know who – I don't know if they'll sign someone or pick someone up in the draft. I, I, a lot of people are saying uh, Zach Wilson. Yeah. BYU. It's my man. <laughs> I love Zach Wilson. <laughs> I mean, look, that offense isn't bad, right? And, you know, Brendan Ayuk is uh, – He's been good. He's been good. Um, Debo Samuel's damn good. Debo Samuel's been good. George Kittle. Been injured. Defense, Joey Bosa's or not Joey Bosa. Nick Bosa's been out. Um Raquel Armstead, I think he's been out. They've had some injuries. For yeah, sure. Sherman's been out. Sherman's yeah. So everyone's been underperforming regardless in that defense, but still, yeah. They've lost some key pieces, certainly. Fred Warner's been really good. I mean, they about that. Jason Verrett has been has been quite good. I mean, they have some pieces. I mean, they they seem to get their uh they're injured guys back. I think they need a Zach Wilson type guy right. in, in the draft. I think maybe address that left tackle position. Mm-hmm. The school has been pretty poor. Um, maybe another guy in the skill position room. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, another linebacker. Who, who knows? But I think Kyle Shan's a great coach. And I feel bad because he's had so many bad rosters. And then last year, he finally gets a good one, goes to the Super Bowl. They Jimmy G misses a throw quarter. and they lose. Yeah, and he's yeah, you know, he's had like one good quarterback his entire coaching career in, in Matt Ryan, and then Matt Ryan has like one of the best seasons of quarterbacks of all time. Right. So, I mean, we we've seen what he's capable of. I mean, that's the most quarterback friendly system in the league, in my opinion. Right. The fact that he can make Jimmy G look good, I think. So the fact that he can make Jimmy G look good is impressive. I think. I mean, Jimmy G is not bad. He's, like, he's mediocre to above average. I just think with the amount of time he's injured, and that's like, what, two or three times in his highest career, and then he's not that good even when he's on the field. I, I don't think he's worth it at like $30 million a year, right? I think Zach Wilson would go off in that offense just with his arm talent, his ability on the move, stuff like that. I, I, I think Shanahan would have a field day with him. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And uh, let's move finally on to the Falcons, the team that Kyle Shanahan used to be the offensive coordinator for. This offseason, uh, these are, you know this is a, one of the three teams that right now doesn't currently have a coach. We expect the Chargers to move on from Anthony Lynn, um, but the Falcons right now don't have a head coach. They have an intermediate head coach, but um, they don't. You know they're obviously going to need to hire someone, and so I think obviously. Some are saying hire Raheem Morris. I don't agree with them. But the team has been better since Raheem Morris. The team has been better, but I, I don't think he's the guy. I think you need someone I, I new. I don't think so either. I think you need someone new. Now, honestly, you know, do you hire an offensive head coach or a defensive yeah, head coach? Yeah, I think so. I think you hire a an offensive head coach. I think that's a great pick. Because no, I think no. with the talent they have, I mean, they have the talent to be an offensive I mean, look, they have probably some of the best, you know, tight ends, you know, uh, not tight ends, but like, some of the best skill positions in the league. I mean, they got Julio Jones, who's arguably one of the best. Who's not arguably. He's who is one of the best wide receivers in the league. 
Calvin Ridley, who's one of the best wide receivers in the league. They have Hayden Hurst, who's a, a solid tight end. They have, and then they have that that guy Zakay. Like they have some guys yeah, on offense who can play. Yeah. And then yeah, they do. I mean, they have Russell Gage, who's not bad. The offense lines play well this year. Right, and and and, and the running their running back core isn't terrible. I mean, Todd, Todd Gurley's not. I don't think Todd Gurley's good. I'm gonna be honest. Like he has good stats, but just watching him, I don't think he's. He's obviously not the guy he once was. I mean, that, that's, that's evident. Right. I, I just don't think he's good at all, quite frankly. Right. I think they so will need – Yeah, look, I don't think the Falcons will need to get a great running back, but they just need to get someone a little bit better than Todd Gurley, right? Yeah, and you can pick a guy like that in the third round. Right. right? I mean, look at look at what teams this is uh, this past draft have done. Like, and Kenny Gibson goes, uh, goes to Washington. He's been – Excellent. Like, you don't need you don't need someone incredible. Like I'm sure you know you need an athletic guy who can run in space. And if yeah. you have the right scheme, they'll be damn good. Yeah, that's and, all. And because the Falcons have really good like wide receivers and stuff. So you don't need to have the greatest running back. You just need to have someone some guy who can carry the ball, you know, 15, 20 times a game. That's it. Yeah, I, I agree completely. The, the question is, right? I think offensively they do have some areas to address, right? I mean, like, do they keep Matt Ryan, who is obviously very good? It's a big question. He's getting up there, or right. do select a uh, a young quarterback? Right. Draft? So, well, again, you know what we've been talking about. I think I've pretty much addressed this. You know, every single like throughout this whole podcast is the NFL again moving away from guys like Matt Ryan who aren't well, as no, mobile. I, I, I think that's sort of a. It's an okay point just because Matt Ryan's a little damn good. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, like, the NFL, like, I'm not saying that, like, just guys like Matt Ryan aren't guys in the draft. Like, there aren't as many of them left in the draft anymore. I mean, you look at guys like Joe Burrow. I mean, Joe Burrow can move. Kyler Murray, that kid can move. Like, all these guys can move. Matt Ryan really can't move as well. Obviously, there's still a place for Matt Ryan. He's been great. Like, he's been really, really good. But I'm just saying, you know, if you're going to draft someone, it's not going to be someone like Matt Ryan. I, I disagree. I mean, if, if, if you have a Matt Ryan on the board, I take him. It's just like with Tom Brady. Tom Brady can't really move that well outside of the pocket. I mean, I'd still take Tom Brady, you know, 10 times out of 10 if he's on the draft board, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I, think, I understand what you're saying. Like, it, there is a, 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 a new importance in, in this league to uh, creating outside of structure mm-hmm. and being able to pose a threat in the run game. But if you're damn good in the pocket, pocket yeah, like, yeah, no, I that's true. In the pocket, there's a place for you. No, no, yeah, no, 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 it's completely right. Ryan, who's been good for a really long time. So right. I think, you know, I think on the board, the potential top 10 guys on the board take him. Yeah. I think that's a question, but you know, will they, will they draft a QB if a guy's on the board? You know, I think. Only- well, I, yeah. That's, that's the question. Right. If he's not, all right, it's still really good. He's just getting up there in years. Right. And do you want to rebuild or do you want to retool this the roster a little bit and then content? Right. And defensively, they obviously need need some work. I mean, it's been it's been okay. It's not been incredible. Especially in recent weeks, they've been actually quite good. Right. Um, I mean, AJ Terrell, who they did with a 16th overall pick out of Clemson at corner, he's been he's been tremendous for a rookie corner. And he's really come on in recent weeks. I mean, Gray Jarrett's been – one of the better defensive linemen in the league for a long time, and yet no one talks about him. No, yeah, uh, yeah, great. I mean, outside been, of those guys, though, I mean, they have Deion Jones, some pretty good this season. 
Yeah. Uh, Keanu Neal has it's been okay, not as good as past self after all the injuries. Outside of those guys, they do need to retool a little bit. They'll probably need to add some guys from the second and third round. I think you know they be... need a, they need a, they need another pass rusher. Um, this is they true. Need some more guys in the secondary. I think you know. I mean, I think that you know there are going to be guys available. Like you know, no Clowney probably is going to is probably going to be available. I'm not saying draft uh, sign him. I'm saying he's going to be available. So you know, there's sign him at the right price. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously he hasn't played incredibly well this season, so I think his his value's definitely gone down. I think yeah, I think he's still got a lot of a lot of gas left in the tank. So I think, you know, for the right price, Clowney, I mean, yeah, there are guys. There are guys out there you can sign. Defensively. Yeah. yeah so yeah. you know, it, I think it's a question of do the Falcons think they're in a place where they need to rebuild, or do they think they're a place where they can make a run? And yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good question. To be honest, I don't know. I don't know either. Because <laughs> they've been close in a lot of games this season, blowing three leads where they've had a 99% chance of winning, right? They win those three games. They're what, five and, five and four something? So they're currently three and six. So four and five, five and four. I think they'd be six. Five, and yeah, I mean, they'd, they'd be a winning team if they had won those three games, which they should have won. So – there, you know, there is something to say about that, um, but you know, I hope and they have the talent where they, you know, with the right play caller, maybe that the guy like the enemy or Joe Brady, yeah. I think it'd be a real effective offense. And yeah, they are effective as it is. I'm just saying, top five, top five type of offense. Yeah, like, bring they can you know, be dynamic, dynamic. Yeah, bring back M- MVP rap Matt Ryan. You know, like that. That guy's still there. I think. I think. I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I think. I, I, I know he is. Yeah. All right. So you know, Benny. Thank you for joining us here today, and thank you all for listening. It's been a lot of fun talking about these four teams, and, you know, at some point this – well, when the offseason comes around, we'll probably revisit this and, you know, probably after the draft and be like, what did these teams do? And did they address what we think think that they should have addressed? Um, You know, only time will tell, but I'm not trying to rush the NFL season too fast. I'm, I'm loving it right now. So thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of The Master Plan.